Welcome back to Stressed, Depressed and Now Blessed. Um, as mentioned in previous episodes, I wrapped up my story last week, just so you understood my battles with mental health. Um, going forward, I do obviously want to keep touching on that aspect of things. I think it's important because it's part of modern day society, but I want to have a laugh on the podcast as well. So today we've got Jay, my housemate, on the podcast. Um, and in this episode, we're going to basically talk about moving to Australia um, and what it meant for us. Um, maybe, well, mentally, it is uh, something that can be quite a difficult aspect, like whether or not to move halfway around the world away from your family and so on. With that being said, it wasn't your first time moving away. No. Jay, so... We'll let that thick Scouse accent <laughs> go again. <laughs> to be fair, most people say it's gone now, so it depends what you speak Lots to. Lots of chance. Anyone from home says, no, you've gone, you've gone, you've lost it. When you get angry, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, angry or pissed, it comes back out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, obviously grew up in Liverpool. Um, didn't, like, I love Liverpool, don't get me wrong, but I, I knew that's not where I wanted to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. That I needed to, to get out. Um, a lot of my mates from back home have, stayed in Liverpool, settled in Liverpool, they've like started families and stuff now. Um whereas I knew like first of all, went to uni, left like I think I was the only one in my friendship circle that left Liverpool to yeah. go to a different uni. Came back after that, um, started working and then a job opportunity in London came up and I just like bit the Randolph for it straight away because I always wanted to work in different cities, different places. Um did four, four, five years in London. I was lucky that I had quite a few mates there already from uni, um, so it was an easy move. And then um, the company I worked for were an Aussie firm, and they basically sent me on a course to Tasmania for a week. Um, after that, went to Sydney and Melbourne for a week each, and just loved it. Just literally fell in love with the place. Came back, I was like, right, what can I do to get back out there? Um, I'd always wanted to work abroad that was always the next step after London I just holiday rep <laughs> yeah no no seasons by me <laughs> might be scouts but not done a season in a beaver <laughs> and um, yeah I was like right I always wanted to work somewhere didn't know where as soon as I was in Australia I was like right yes this is the place I want to be came back what can I do to get out there work wouldn't transfer me so I was like right sound here's me notice at Christmas at home and then flew out in January so, obviously, you moved. What was your hardest move then? Would you say like from Liverpool to uni, Liverpool to London? Oh no, definitely the Oz move. Yeah. Um, like the emotion of it. I, I think because it's so far away. Mm. Um, it's it's hard for people to come to terms with. Um, really hard to say goodbye to family. Certainly grandparents because you're like yeah you don't know if you're going to see them again yeah literally yeah. like and that, that's that been the case for me like, yeah so like first time i've seen my dad in 28 years get emotional was when he said Is it? yeah literally like did he didn't he didn't quite cry or i never seen him cry yeah, but he yeah. gave me a hug 
his voice just jabbing his, him in the ribs. Come on, give me a t-. His, his voice broke, and then he was like, got to get in the car, see you. So, like, literally, I was like, no way. Like, in, in 29 years, I've never seen my dad get emotional, and literally, like, that's what this move did. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, with the, you know, FaceTime and WhatsApp, and it's, it's, it's once, you, once you do the move, it's not as bad as you first thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think definitely, well, for us or for me, I don't think, oh, yeah, I'm halfway around the world yeah. or whatever. Because I weren't living at home or whatever anyway. Yeah. So if I speak to my parents, like, don't get me wrong, when they came over, it was unreal. Mm. But speaking to people back home, I just think it's just normal. Yeah. Whereas their generation, where they don't see you face to face, they think yeah. it's going to be a bit more difficult I guess I mean I probably I probably spoke to my mum more when I first came out because she was just battering me with yeah, whatsapps yeah, yeah. and like yeah. what's it like send me a picture of this send me a picture of this call me now and I was like bloody hell I'm not getting not getting any peace from you I think I don't know with that like my mum and dad have always been good they just know that I'll do what I want to do and yeah. so they'll like leave me be they'll sometimes be like oh we haven't spoke to you in a while yeah. like try and goad me into a chat or whatever but I think I didn't really realise how much it meant to them until they actually did come to Australia yeah because similarly to you like my dad never gets emotional but he was basically crying Mm. when I when he was going back to England yeah so I was like I think that's when it really hit me like how much being away actually does mean and I guess we won't know until we're well with the little boys at the end of the day aren't we yeah Um, got to to fly the nest at one point though so obviously I know that when you was planning to come out to Oz Mm. you had a missus at the time yeah so yeah so literally we were we were living together like we had a flat in London um, that we were renting need to be at your age mate yeah and the thing was I'd always said from our first date um, oh by the way like at some point in the next year or two I want to move abroad and when we came to get our flat in London it was like there was two flats we were looking at one was a six month lease and one was a 12 month lease and she'd said oh can we get the 12 month one um, I want to get a bit more experience in my job that I'm doing and then obviously we'll, we'll move away Yeah. so I was like alright fair enough signed up to that 12 month lease then fast forward a couple of months we do this Oz trip with work and she comes out and meets me afterwards and as I was falling more and more in love with it as the two weeks went on I could see she was like <laughs> not she weren't hating it but it just wasn't for her yeah um, and I, like at that point I was like shit like we're gonna come to a bit of a loggerheads mm. here and then yeah she basically said look it's it's not for me I, I can't can't move that far away she was you know, a big family girl she said I can't do it and I was like, fuck, well, I'm, like, w- when I set myself a goal, like, that had been my goal. That was, like, my medium-term goal. It'd been my goal for years. I've been yeah. saying it to everyone. I was like, one, I can't go back on yeah, what I've said. Yeah, like, yeah. two, like, I don't want to set myself another goal and change for for, for anyone. Like, yeah. That was it. And I was like, unfortunately, like, it was literally just a case of we had to split up and go our separate ways. So, um, I think... Um, but that's how, that's how much the pull Australia yeah 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 me. and I think if someone's going to make you change for the what you want yeah. then 
you're obviously not aligned in it like yeah. maybe it's a timing thing or whatever like you you never know if you did this move before you met the ex-missus or whatever like it's, it's one of them as well I don't like it. I think we just we just had separate separate paths yeah. like it just weren't meant to be yeah which is do you feel like your experience would have been different if you did do the move with oh her? god yeah it would have been so like I, I don't think I would have met you yeah like fair. Li- literally because yeah. I would have come out here with a we would have got our own flat yeah so, so literally I would have had no reason to go out with you that night and yeah. try and find some housemates do you know what I mean like, yeah well rewind there quickly yeah so obviously we've got a mutual friend mm-hmm. um, he said you said to you you tell your side yeah so I was I'd been out on me I'd come out on my own I was staying on a mate's couch um, obviously couldn't move in with him because he was all settled um, so I had to find my own place and was looking online um, looking for houses on like a share website and just wanted to be with some normal lads just some like minded people sporty like going out like having a drink don't mind a few people coming back to the flat but like it's not going to be sesh then sesh then till all hours of the morning um, so you know I wasn't being picky you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't have just men- want normality <laughs> just want a bit of normality found As like you with your clipboard like yeah. nope, nope. <laughs> tick tick <laughs> And I had an area that I wanted to live in. Like, I knew I wanted to live in Bondi Junction just because of how well located it was. Yeah. So I was looking in those areas and there just wasn't much. Found, like, one flat, which was four lads. So I was like, oh, decent, that could be that could be a goer. Clicked on the profile and it was like, yeah, we're all uh, into IT. If we're not cooking in the kitchen, we're coding in our bedrooms. I was just like, for fuck's sake. A little bit different to things you do in your bedroom, <laughs> mate, <isn't it? laughs> Don't know what you're about, mate. More McNaught, if you're listening. So, <laughs> so, um, so then obviously Bonnet messages and he's like, Oh, how are you getting on? And I was like, Yeah, mate, like, got me job, like, loving it, like, just want to, like, settle down and get a nice flat now, just need something to live with. And he's like, Oh, why didn't you message me, mate, Nath? I was like, For fuck's sake, like, I've heard of this, Nath, like, is he that, is he that geezer off the telly? And he was like, Oh, a bit more than that, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, lo and behold, the day passes, and you, I think you messaged me. And um, one of them, like, ones. You, I, I hear that every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He messaged me. He messaged me first, <laughs> and then um, and then yeah, obviously like meet up, go out, and then the rest is just history. Yeah, mate. Like as I've told you before with that one, just fucking, I hate me. Not I hate meeting new people, but I hate forced friendships yeah. in it. So I felt like I had to do Bonnet the favour, mm. and but, he and he couldn't have sold me that well either. To be no, fair, no, no. And I just literally thought to myself, fuck, I'm going to meet this geezer. He's going to be... Like, some of Bonnet's mates, they're all sweet, but they're all, some of them are mad, isn't it? Yeah. So I was like, don't know what to expect. Obviously, just done like a two-week bender because I'd been here for two weeks before I met her. And I was just literally like... I don't... First of all, I didn't want to go out that night. And then, secondly, I was like, oh, I've got to make an effort with you, in it. But then, like you say, it was fucking... You came round... I was living on Chaz's sofa at the time, yeah. innit? Then you obviously came round... Um, and within about... Well, bef- by the time the Uber yeah, arrived... Yeah, by the time the it? taxi got here, we were like... Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, fuck it, we'll live together. Free, um, saved me from uh, the two-bedroom simo. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, so with... 
I'm going to throw you in under the bus here. Brilliant. Right, so you've obviously, you left your missus. Yeah. Obviously, that is a touchy time for anyone. Mm. You can either go one of two ways, do you know what I mean? Join the nunnery or be an absolute <laughs> demon. I'm not going to say which way you went. But did you feel like a pressure when you got here? Oh, I need to be a lad. I need to go get on the beers, get pissed up, no, 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 tell uh, stories to the boys back home. Yeah. I think you de- so I had come out with my mates from London and we did two weeks up the coast and I... That smile's getting bigger and bigger here. Oh, no, no. And I, I didn't get with anyone on a two-week coast trip and he literally... Um, oh, he gave me so much shit for it. Do you know the song... I'm still dancing on my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. He literally played that every day of the trip and he went, I'm not going to stop playing this song until you get with someone and never got with anyone. So I listened right. to that song every day for two weeks so then I knew he would be going back to London yeah. telling all the boys like the dry patch was back on and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. fuck's sake. So now there was a little bit of pressure, I'd say, but... Now any time I tell him anything, he don't believe me anyway, so... Mate, there's nothing to, nothing to tell. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell him that. <laughs> Bone dry out here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, like, before I come, obviously... Well, I wouldn't say I was doing bad for myself or whatever, mm-hmm. but when you come away, it is like holiday mode on. Yeah. Boys will be boys. Sam probably won't like to hear this, but... Um, but I think you do get a pressure from your mates. Yeah. Like, they want to start hearing stories about yeah. what you're up to. And, like, if you're just telling your mum and dad, oh, yeah, I've just done a coastal walk today, that's, mm. that's fair enough, isn't it? But Tell if you boys. put that in a group <laughs> chat, you're getting, a, like, no responses, yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it is very different. I think when I come out here, like, I was literally on a two-week bender. Um, and now... Well, we've done obviously a big bender over Christmas, mm. but that's Christmas. I think now, like, trying to do two weeks non-stop, that would literally write me off. Man, I couldn't do it. I love the way we obviously all met, me, you and Simo, move in together, get the Splitwise app, name it Shaggers Club. Yeah. And within <laughs> a month, you've both got beds. Yeah, well, <laughs> what can I say? And now... The birds are living with us. Yeah, well... And the group's still called Chaggers When you Club. come across worldies, <laughs> mate, you have to lock them down. They're unicorns out here. Mm. If you haven't... Have you watched the... What's it called? The Crazy Hot Scout? Yeah. When we mate, find a unicorn, yeah, exactly. we capture it, we study it. Yeah. So, to be fair, I've never been one to... To be wo- too worried about... As long as I'm happy, I don't really care if I'm in a relationship or not. Yeah. Uh, so, it won't really... There's no, like... I don't think it. I don't think it changes your like social circle either. Like, nah, I think st- I'm very good at that. Like, you just go from a striker <laughs> to the attacking mid, yeah, pulling um, the strings. Henri to Erzil. Henri to Erzil, exactly. Yeah, like I have flourished from your <laughs> positional change. No, I think uh, I think that's definitely something to cover off as well. Like, obviously you. I'm- just before you come out here, you split up with your missus. Mm. I was never expecting to get a missus when I come out here. Yeah. But, to be fair, I wasn't expecting to stay single for yeah, two years. Yeah, I literally rolls reversed. 
Yeah, fair play, yeah. isn't it? Plus, you're like, what, 43 now? No. <laughs> Knocking on. 29, FYI. Yeah. I think uh, it's definitely, a, it does change your life slightly out there, but I think obviously with me and Sam, she's just lets me get on with what I want to get up to yeah. and vice versa. So I don't think, like you say, I don't think that's really changed me going out mm. and things like that, which can be quite. I know that is quite taxing sometimes, isn't it? Like, if you have to think, oh, what would my bird say? No, no, no. But I just think, fuck it, innit? Yeah. If, if she's happy, I'm happy. If I'm happy, she's <laughs> happy. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah, exactly, mate. Although she does give me an earful a lot of the time, I can't lie. <laughs> so the next three months are going to be fucking interesting. Um, so you are see... So I didn't actually know what you just said then, that you thought you'd be with a bird. I don't know. If, I don't know if I thought I'd be with it. I, I just, I've been in long relationships, like three of them. Yeah, um, same. Fair. So this fair. is this is by a long way the longest I've ever been single. Why do you think that is? I think Sydney. Apart from being uh, smelly. Apart from being smelly, I think Australia definitely has the mindset of, like you say, holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't really go away. Like, you come out here and your first two weeks is a big piss up. But I think even when you're settled and you've got a job, like, you still sort of live for the weekends. Like, yeah. you're on the beach. I'd say it's even more of a... It's like Friday night, beach. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even, like, After work. never never in my life have I been going out consistently on a Sunday. Yeah. And then getting up hungover and going to work the next day. Like, in London, it was Thursday, Thursdays. So your hungover day and work was yeah. Friday, whereas they just don't do that out here. It's, it's weird. Like, I think because you don't have like the tube system and stuff, like people don't really do the after work drinks yeah. that much in Sydney. I think that that's one thing. Not I'm let down by, it, but mm. I, like you say, I think it's like it is a bit dead. Like whereas yeah. if you're out back home, you're seeing absolutely everyone and anyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas over here, it's like everyone seems to be in by eight. Yeah. So, but but then on the flip side, Sunday sesh is like yeah the go-to without fail every week and I think it, it I think it comes down to the fact that if you're lying on the beach on a Sunday and you've been out on a Saturday night and you just you've just got the taste for it it's like right we've been on the beach for a few hours we know there's a CBH or we know there's bucket a bucket list behind us and then it just yeah. spirals and then the next minute it's midnight and you're in Pav and you've been out for six hours and you're up in six hours time for work like I think that's like one of the biggest draws about it is obviously like you go like you say like the sun touches your skin you go into the beach and then you know a pint is after that like it's like a cycle ain't it Mm. Um, which does still feel like a holiday do you feel like like I feel I don't feel any different to when I did in fact I'd say I feel more settled out here than I was, was at home like I don't really feel when I went home mm. last year, it was like a reverse holiday, but I was like itching to get back out yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh no, I definitely, I definitely see this as being home for the next few years, minimum. How long's a few years, Jay? No idea. As long as they let me stay, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could be back on a plane <laughs> in it, two mate. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> waiting for that visa to come through now. Um, we'll wrap up, but for once <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we'll wrap up but I want you to obviously just sell 
sell Australia, what are your top three to five things? Oh, and God. then I want you to go over your top things that people put in their heads like, I ain't got enough money. No, no, no. I think I'll go with the, I'll go with the barriers first. I think distance is definitely one, um, and that's the hardest one to come over, like to, to okay. get over. Um, because even just to try and get people to visit, it's like a, oh yeah, I'd love to, mate, but yeah, it's twenty four hours, so far away. Yeah. Like it's a day. It, yeah, it's a day. Like you'll spend many a day wasting life, and you'll you'll finish a day being like, oh, I've done absolutely nothing today. Like that's the day you could have been yeah. on a flight to Australia. Like, I literally look at Ted and Dan. Yeah. Like they both literally said those two weeks over Christmas yeah. were like the best two weeks that they had all year yeah just for getting on a day's plane like and I swear Ted went the wrong way round the yeah. world so he went to LA or something didn't he yeah so he, his LAX, flight was like yeah. well long but um, top three things right okay I would say oh, lifestyle is pretty broad but just how healthy everyone is yeah um, and you know literally everyone is walking around in either swim shorts or leggings or sportswear and I don't know if that's I think that might just be like a Sydney thing I've not, I can't compare it to Melbourne because I've not spent much right, time yeah, in Melbourne yeah, yeah. but certainly Sydney like it's just healthy happy lifestyle um, blue skies I took that for granted yeah. until I went back home to England and I spent a week in England and every day was grey and similar to this now similar, yeah similar to today blue skies just coming out now to be fair but more often than not it's everyday blue skies and the, imp- the impact that that has on your mood I think it's mental like, like, we've, we've had we've had shit weather this last week and it is seriously like it's affected so my mood it? yeah but I think like it's so you do underestimate so much the power of vitamin D mm. and not that yeah <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, I just literally think, like, when it is sunny, yeah. you just want to get out, do things. Yeah. And because you're, I, I don't know, because you're doing things as well, it makes you happier because yeah. you're more productive. So, yeah, so, I'd definitely say that as well. Yeah, so, so that's pro- probably that comes under weather then. Like, yeah. blue skies, sunny, even winters. Like, once you, once you get through sort of a few weeks of rain, then you've got this consistent winter where it's like 18 degrees like you're wearing a jumper in the morning if you go for a walk you, you get hot like it's it's just mental like even the winters I've not experienced yeah, that, yeah even the winters here are nice um, so lifestyle weather and then it's probably gonna be social yeah so you can fall under that if you want but yeah like the people you meet out here it's like we're at the age now where we're old enough to like judge people and like judge understand <laughs> judge them, yeah. I judge people I don't like you uh, but like nah, you, you're old enough now to know who are your people and who aren't your people yeah like, yeah, yeah it doesn't take long for me to, to think okay no I know I'm going to like him or actually yeah. you're probably not for me like I'm, yeah 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 and we're all in the same boat that yeah that I'd say literally like everyone out here is in the same boat and I feel like everyone is so much more forthcoming and nicer and people go out the way for you and like it's just a it's just a nicer social circle I think you have like straight away with everyone out here that's obviously from England Mm. they've all had the same mentality yeah to come so you know that they're explorers Mm. or quite adventurous people because 
it's not like oh yeah let me just move up the road you know yeah. I mean? you are going around the world so I think straight away you're more like okay this person's similar to me in some sense yeah but then like you say obviously with age you can just get through the bullshit and just be like nah yeah I'll take a wide berth of you or whatever for sure I think I couldn't sell it enough to someone to be honest like it's without a doubt the best thing that I've ever done the thing is it sells itself as soon as you're out here it's just yeah. getting here getting here yeah. and literally that, that's it that's the biggest thing I can say is just do it because like, I think the amount of people that literally turn around they're like oh yeah I'm going to do it or I'm going to wait until I've saved enough money mm. then and, uh, there's always an excuse yeah and then it just never happens whereas I think if you are if you walk the walk mm. and not just talk the talk then it's fucking one of the best decisions oh god yeah do you know what I mean not, there's not a single day I've, I've regretted this decision at all at all right sweet I'll we'll leave it there that's the first one with Jamie Cargill Jamie because his beard isn't yet back <laughs> is, yeah, but it's, it's coming yeah, yeah I love the way you decide to film the first podcast yeah, and exactly. look like a child 100%, next one mate. I'll have a beard for mate I'll have a beard in the next one but anyway thanks for listening to this one um, this is the third time that we've tried to record it because <laughs> of technical issues I'm going to be putting it on YouTube as well because Joe Rogan just signed for Sp- with Spotify for a hundred mil, so watch this space. Yeah, um, for and what I get at least twenty five percent. Well, being on first the guest, line. first guest, Jay Cargill, last guest. <laughs> I won't need no guests when I got hundred mil. But mm. yeah, anyway, tune in to the next one. Um, thanks for listening, and I will be dropping that next week. Ciao.